everyone and welcome back to a new episode of Unlimited Abundance. I am so excited to be back with our first episode of 2023. So before we get started, first of all, I want to say welcome. Happy New Year. I'm so excited for another year of this podcast. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Paulina and I'm so honored to host you. I'm a coach, healer, leader, and guide. And I'm just so excited for this year and for all the new seasons that are going to come of this podcast, all the amazing conversations we're going to have. It's just so exciting. Feels like a really fresh blank page. I have a really good feeling about this year energetically, uh, which maybe I'll speak a little bit about at the end of this episode about some intuitive messages I received about this year, some kind of, I guess you could say predictions. I'd love to kind of have them recorded and then we can look back. Um, but yeah, welcome back. I'm so excited. And today we're going to be talking about kind of a little something I really wanted to discuss. And I feel like recently I've been wanting to discuss things that I feel like a lot of people are thinking, but not a lot of people are talking about. And after my last episode, which if you didn't listen, it's called Why Modern Feminism is Bullshit and the Lies Women Have Been Sold. It's an aggressive title, I'll admit. Um, but the response I got on that from you guys was unbelievable. I don't like everyone was basically in agreement and was just sharing how they were so glad that someone was finally speaking about it. And to be fair, I'm not the only one speaking, I don't say speaking out, but I'm the only one who has the viewpoint that I do. So many other people are sharing too. And like a lot of you guys commented and messaged me, it's so important for people to discuss these things that people are thinking, but not sharing because it brings light to those situations. So today I really want to discuss, I guess, the truth about the coaching industry and just a lot of my thoughts on it. And I think a lot of thoughts that maybe a lot of people have um and I just want to kind of like do a little bit of like a breakdown essentially how we did in last week's episode how we just kind of like I just kind of dissected everything that's what I want to do here today and kind of explain um explain I think the truth about the coaching industry and a lot of maybe spicy opinions I may have and hopefully this episode can bring you clarity and it can maybe like just give you an in and maybe it can vocalize some of the, your concerns or thoughts that you've had as well. So yes, that's really, really exciting. Before we hop on in, I do have a quick announcement. My newest offering, which is Let's Get You Rich, my three-month money mastermind is starting literally a week from this Sunday. So at this point, it's like maybe it's like 10 days, 11 days or so, Wait, maybe a little bit more. No, oh my gosh, I'm not 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 12 days pretty much, 10, 10, 11 to 12 days from when you're listening to this. So if you wanted to get inside, make sure you get inside before doors close is one of the most intimate ways that you can work with me. If you've wanted to work with me before, whether you've just been watching my content, following me here and there, maybe you've come to a ceremony here and there, maybe you're inside Divinity, maybe you've come to a master class, taken a course, maybe you've come to one of my retreats in Sedona, whatever it is. And if you wanted to work with me, I really suggest getting inside this mastermind. It's going to be the probably one of the most powerful offerings that I've created. And it's amazing. It's three months long. We meet bi-weekly. You also get to work privately with me each month. We have a uh, one hour private each month. You get access to Divinity, my monthly membership for free during it and you get to be inside the telegram group chat with everyone who's inside the mastermind it's just a brief overview but if you want to read more then be sure to click the link in the keynote or in the description to read all about it so many people are joining every day which is so exciting and i would love to have you inside and if you have any questions don't hesitate to email me or to dm me on instagram i'd love to answer them for you i just want to announce that because it's so soon and it's unbelievable and i'm really excited so 
with that being said perfect segue let's talk about the coaching space so i guess let's, we're gonna let's do kind of like a little i'm gonna do a historical overview essentially if you don't know what what's what i'm discussing so the coaching space essentially i think really began I mean, if we really trace it back to like OG days, probably really big motivational speakers, right? Like Tony Robbins, even you can think about like Abraham Hicks or people who basically toured, wrote books and were essentially large motivational speakers. They were kind of the OG life coaches, right? Getting people inspired, um, perhaps achieving certain things that they wanted to in their life and then deciding to inspire others to do the same, right? That's probably like the most OG version of this. As well as you could think of like self-help books, which I hate that title, first of all. I think it should be like personal growth or self-development. But self-help books were kind of like old school coaching materials, if you could say. Essentially, somebody who has gone through a transformative experience and improved their life in various ways, right? Maybe that was in their business, maybe a relationship. It could be any, literally at this point, you could be a coach and, you know, you, you improved or achieved desired results in an area of your life or many areas. And now you're willing to share perhaps the advice and knowledge, right, that you learned along the way. That was kind of the OG days. Then, of course, with the rise of social media, came a huge new market where now people were able to get to this status of life coaching without perhaps all the effort that it took back then right publicity pr being in newspapers like you can imagine how much more difficult it was back in the day to become a life coach right versus now and i think to be honest it it took more out of someone to do it back in the day because you had to go speak in person you had to show up I think it was very much harder for people to hide behind the facade back in the day like in the Tony Robbins era because you were literally lot you, you were speaking to people to live audience non-stop and if you kind of didn't walk the walk you know that would be I think evident really quickly you know people ask you questions and you weren't able to answer them and things like that um, and at the same time, it also limited people's opportunities who may not be that outgoing in terms of being that extroverted to want to publicly speak, but could still be really great life coaches, right? So that's kind of like a little bit on, on the premise of it. Like I was saying, with the rise of social media came this kind of like domino effect of life coaching. So what I mean by that is that essentially people began coaching other people on how to be life coaches and this is a really big space this is kind of this is where I think there's like where waters get like a little murky and where maybe some smoke and mirrors begins to kind of like appear in this leg right before it was kind of like a life coach coach people on other people's lives so for example let's use Tony Robbins he's a great example he was like a huge and still is huge motivational speaker life coach right and people would go attend his talks who were in various kinds of jobs, right? Maybe doctors, lawyers, moms, dads. Uh, not that those are even like separate, but just as an example, right? P people from different backgrounds, different experiences. And they were going to these events not to become a life coach themselves, but to improve their life. I think this is the biggest thing to note, right? So that was the kind of original template is people weren't going to these seminars and events to do to replicate what that individual was doing necessarily but more so to use the information to apply it to their own lives this is like a, and then so when that switch changed when people started going to these self you know self-motivational life coaching life coaching style events seminars webinars etc to take that information to coach someone else I think it opened the first doorway which doorway which is what I'm going to like reference to as like shifts that occurred or pathways that occurred so open the first doorway in my opinion for 
a different kind of like field to emerge right so that was like it it shifted so now people were going not only to receive this information but kind of to take this information and to sh- to essentially kind of i don't say regurgitate but to hopefully later share that information with other people and i don't think that there was any malicious intent for the most part in this process right so again so this that that began happening social media became you know became bigger and bigger and larger and larger and so now this opened the second i guess doorway to like what created issues i would say in this space which is basically that people could essentially kind of fake situations or fake aspects of their lives to sell their services so what i mean by that before before there was social media like I think things are more out in the open where you couldn't necessarily fake things. Like if you were a big star, people would kind of look into your life and validate your claims. So for example, Tony Robbins was claiming X, Y, and Z. People would look into that and see if that was true. Like maybe claims about his life or business or successes. It was people, I think, because there was no social media, people dove deeper into the claims people made. But now, but then social media rose, right? And then it kind of created this ability I remember hearing about a girl who's really crazy story. If anyone's heard the story, maybe I think I don't remember. It might be like someone a friend told me about someone else, but I'm not trying to gossip. But I'm just trying to illustrate. I remember there was a girl, I guess I think it was in Chicago, who would take pictures, for example, at like Restoration Hardware, the furniture store, if you're not like informed where it looks like uh, it looks like separate stage rooms inside the furniture store. So it's not like a traditional furniture store where you just go and furniture is essentially like laid out, like I don't know, in home goods or just like you know, anywhere just where it's laid out. It's like the rooms are staged and each room looks like a room, kind of like Ikea, but super, super luxurious. (laughs) So the rooms and areas are staged. And essentially, apparently she was taking photos like in this furniture store and restoration hardware, claiming it was like her life and saying that she was so abundant and selling her services by selling this lifestyle. That's just an example, right? Of what I mean when, because less, because it got so overpopulated, same thing with like a business, right? They have like thousands and not millions of applicants. They're going to, it's going to be harder to vet each individual. And so when this percentage of like a few big life coaches expanded to now anyone being able to sign up and start doing that, that there wasn't there's not enough time I guess such resources maybe I mean, I mean there probably is a maybe not a willingness but people weren't researching as deeply right and also it's hard you can only research to a certain extent right to find something out uh, especially people are super private online so again this like kind of like opened a second doorway to people who could see the model of life coaching and see the success people were achieving with it, right? Perhaps most people being genuine about it and started thinking like, oh, I can do this kind of thing. So it's basically people who see, it's the people who, instead of being like creative and and getting inspired, try to basically scam. This is like the best way to put it, right? So instead of seeing a template of like, oh, wow, these people are life coaches and are helping people achieve things blah 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 maybe like I can start learning and doing self-development and sharing my knowledge instead of like going about it the honest way and just getting inspired by the template right there's nothing wrong with that it's like seeing someone who's a lawyer when you're young and then you want to become a lawyer like it's I don't think there's anything wrong by seeing someone's business or career or what they're doing and wanting to to do the same thing right like I mean look at online now content creation and influencing and everything like that right you see people see that and like that's what they want to do I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that it's when people kind of go about it the scammy way right so instead of beginning to do self-work and to really grow and evolve and expand your life and then share your knowledge people began to kind of like lie perhaps about 
different aspects of their life in order in order to sell whatever services they were selling. So that's like the second gateway. So I just kind of want to lay those templates out, like a mini history of how we got here and and what's occurred, right? And so those are so like the first like so again, I think that the main issue at this point is that there's a lot of room, as I'm saying, for people to pretend to be pretend to be something in order to sell a service now of course there's a difference if someone's embodying a frequency so if someone's trying if someone's coaching confidence like they're a confidence coach I don't think there's anything wrong with them if they're still working on their own confidence they're still embodying and they're doing confidence practices and then they're still helping others I don't think that anyone is like ever ever at this stage of being like perfect perfectly healed perfectly evolved like just perfect and then you're ready to coach because I think that any of us no matter how far we go along a spiritual journey we always have more to learn like even if you were to learn everything you were to learn that you thought you'd learn by the end of your life and then you had 10 more years you'd clearly learn more right so I don't think that there's like this space of absolute perfection and where you're like okay now that you you're now you can do it but there's a difference between that and the intentions of someone who's really putting in the work and who really is dedicated to genuinely wanting to help people and share value and share their experience and create a community and someone who just is like oh I see these people doing this thing and becoming successful so like I'm just going to pretend to be this so I can do it too right this is a major issue because it creates a lot of distrust in the people who are authentic. So this is why, for example, even when I speak about my courses or my different offerings, I'm very aware of how oversaturated it can get, right? Like people, everyone, and so many people now, which is beautiful in a way that so many people are sharing their gifts. But at the same time, because there's so many people offering their event, their amazing masterclass, their blank it's like creating an oversaturation so a lot of people don't know what to trust and for me I've had so many of my students come to me people who have been taken a course or been inside divinity or just come to a master class and have been tell- told me like the other things that they've invested in that were like bullshit and I'm not saying that to put on like anyone else's work but it's so common people are like I was so scared to invest in this at first because I bought this thing or this thing and honestly it was just regurgitated information so I was scared to invest in something and then I get amazing feedback and this is why for me and anything I create, I make sure that it has immense value. And I'm not saying that from like a cocky perspective. I just wouldn't just, it's not, there's, I don't just like sell fluff essentially. Like in any of my courses that you take, any of them, any of my work, it's very thorough and there's, there's very much content and there's tangible information and real shifts. Like it's not just like positive vibes, affirmation, smile, like feel, feel the vibes kind of stuff. Right. And I think that that the the people who are kind of okay let me just give you like an example and to kind of explain this what I mean by that it's like someone teaching a class who's like let's say someone it's like someone teaching I don't know why I'm gonna use this as an example but like uh, okay how do I I'm, I want to okay for example I love pole, right? If you guys don't know, I take pole dancing classes. I teach pole online every Wednesday, pretty much. So if you ever want to join, join us. It's called Melt. It's low flow focus. It's no crazy flips and stuff. It's on purpose, all levels, beginner, intermediate, advanced, everyone. Um, It's pretty much, like I said, every Wednesday and you can grab your ticket if you can't come live. Link down below. But anyway, I'm just going to use this as an example. It's like someone going to a pole class with a teacher who's either maybe unexperienced or maybe just a bad teacher to be honest because there are people who are amazing at stuff but they're just not good teachers right at Evernorth health services we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible 
behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Like, and that's the difference. Like, it's the difference between being good at something and being able to teach it it's a huge huge difference there's there's people who are amazing at pole for example but they're not good teachers in terms of they don't maybe know what to look out for they don't know how to communicate specific things they don't know what to look for in terms of okay in terms of like what could be going being off that's causing them not to succeed and like for me i really think one of my biggest gifts is teaching in this life like whether that's my courses whether it's running a retreat or teaching pole i think i'm very excellent <laughs> i'm excellent at finding what's some, what something what what's off what's out of balance why something's not clicking and honestly relatively quickly and i've heard this feedback my entire life even when i was younger i just i don't know, i can just find the the, the it factor and things or the flaw in even in something like what could be improved to make huge shifts like super quickly what would take someone i don't even like years to discover that that was the thing they need to fix i can like see it pretty much right away and i'm not saying that again in calculate to something that i'm sure i can just feel and maybe a lot of other teachers have these kinds of gifts and so so for example like someone takes a pole class and it's not they feel like it's not a good class so then they say like oh i don't i don't like pole dancing like it's it's boring and like it's it's hard and it's boring like for example right like they had a bad experience with said thing so then they label the whole space with that and that that's the same thing that happens with coaching right someone follows somebody they connect with them they buy one of their things and maybe that person maybe like either maybe they it just wasn't good I don't know how else to put it it wasn't of the quality that the person was maybe was saying it was or whatever it is and now that person's put off from that space so like I've had people come to me who have literally invested in like ten thousand dollar courses and said like how not worth it it was and like that they that's not an investment that they like would have made again and how they like and, and share that with me or but other people tell me like oh my gosh literally in one course like, like I remember I ran I have a really quick mini course that I love and that I recommend to anyone it's called your tweak abundance quantum leap it's a self-study course and it's three modules so it's like four to six hours and that course I just got all this feedback that was like oh my gosh like this was so jam-packed with information like I literally learned more from this course than I have like in so much so much time or taking so many other courses like it's so jam-packed and I hear this feedback a lot essentially of like people really are looking for value and then when they have experiences uh with people who are just you know who who are creating stuff I think there's two cases I think there's are people who are just like low-key scammers who like don't know what they're doing and just copy and paste stuff like I remember there's a girl I almost had to like sue it was crazy who was literally copying and pasting my old guides I used to have these guides on my website like crystal guide things like that like literally guys buying them and I had her like name on file from all her purchases copying and pasting them made a website and was literally reselling my exact guys and claiming that's her own like it was the braziest thing it wasn't even like she like took very clear inspo like copied the website copied like the fonts copied the vibe right because like I mean now this aesthetic is like pretty much you just go on Canva and everyone has the same aesthetic no like and this is no judgment I love that minimalistic aesthetic too but um but she like full-on just copy pasted you know so there's like I think there are people who like are intentionally scamming and I think there are people who are at their beginning of their spiritual journey and so they're excited to share but so but their content reflects 
and perhaps their offerings reflect the level of spiritual development that they're at. And so other people who are purchasing them may res may resonate with this, this their spirituality and, and things that they share and may the and they may not recognize until they purchase something that perhaps what they're sharing is information that they've already heard and that perhaps isn't of value to them. So I think there's two, right? There's like people who are like intentionally creating like bs or copying stuff and there's people who are just creating from the level of development that they're at and that level may be a lot more you know rudimentary and so when other people are purchasing that it's like they're kind of like what why i don't like i already know this like for me so many times i read a spiritual book and i'm just like yeah like okay it's like a nice reminder but i know this you know that kind of thing and that's not to say that the book's not amazing like that book might be literally the, the thing that wakes someone up i remember books that like when I was younger, like spiritual books that I read that were like were life changing enough. I read them. They would be like, I mean, some are still like amazing, like Eckhart Tolle's books. They just hit so good every time, <laughs> like a new earth power of now. I know they're classics, but like just re-listening to them, it just doesn't get old for me, honestly. Like it, it's, I feel like it's still of high quality, but certain books, I feel like the teachings are very elementary. And so that's like, I think what some people experience, they purchase something and they're like, why? Like I didn't, they didn't gain value from that. Right. Which I think is also important as a create, as a creator to keep up your reputation. So for me and anything I release, it's of super high value and content and like really, yeah, just value adding because that's the kind of caliber that I want to maintain, whether it's like a mastermind, like the three month mastermind or whether you just download my like fifth under $15, re the radiant reset, which is like one of my best sellers now it's like there's value and tangible value in everything right and so like I said this is kind of where the biggest issue I think arose was that it became like very oversaturated there was like less of a vetting process and then there people had experiences maybe where they felt like they invested something and it wasn't worth it and then it put them off from the whole space which leads me to to the two next points I want to make which is the first point is it's up to individuals and to you guys and for me when we are like looking to what invest in something or someone we really have to look at the person and really check their authenticity I guess like for me if I ever were to buy from someone in any facet like let's say I'm going to someone to I can give you a personal example even with I'm going to like invest someone for a course or mentorship or a facial or a massage or anything for me the person and their character and their energy is of the utmost importance and perhaps it wasn't years ago but now as I get more and more sensitive to energy I a am just cautious about whose energy I want to exchange energy with and b I want to in support people with my money right with my like a dollar my vote that I really truly believe in um, so let me give you an experience. So I recently, I vlogged it actually. I went and I didn't talk about it, this experience in the vlogs. I thought it was kind of like stupid, not stupid, but I just thought it was like, do I really need to tell a story? But now I realize the value in it. So I was, I've been looking for a new, really great esthetician. Um, the reason being is because I'm sure a lot of you also maybe get facials, but there's, I think there's like a few kinds of facials, which I've talked about. So I think there's like three, there's like the BS facial, which is like, you just go to like, it, and this is usually the case it, at many places, like at play, it, people, and then usually at spas, I find this can be the case, unless I'm using medical grade skincare, but sometimes it's just like the typical, they just like wash your face, steam it, do a little extraction, put on a little mask, wash it, and put cream and serum on. Like for me, that's just not worth two to $300, which is like the average prices of facials here in LA. Um, it's just like not worth it. I would rather at that point buy like one to three very nice skincare products that are going to last me. 
And then there's like the medical grade facial, which I think is worth it. If you can find a really good person where they're using really high quality products, perhaps they're using like, um, like a microdermabrasion. Maybe they're using some even light therapy, even though I have light therapy at home, but like they're using really high quality products, maybe even peels that are higher quality that are, you can't get like over the counter and stuff, et cetera. Right. That kind of facial. And then there's like the facial massage slash lymphatic, which I love, but it, it, that's more targeted, right. At like it's different, right? It's it's targeting more like the lymph flow, face contouring, face flushing, toxin flushing versus like directly skin, right? There's a difference between like a face, deep facial massage and um, like microdermabrasion or something like that, right? And one of my favorite places that does facial massage or two, um, I love going to like a woman who does lymphatic. Her name's Margot Muse. She's amazing. And then I love going to Honest Beauty, Honest Rituals for like a deep facial massage. So just shout out to those ladies. And so I've been looking for the middle one. I've been looking for like a really good quality medical grade facial. I used to go to Joyce Marie in Beverly Hills. She is amazing. She has been in an esthetician for like 40 years in the Beverly Hills area. She's just like the sweetest, most amazing woman. Like I love her. And for me now that I've moved to the beach area, it's just a bit of a drive with traffic. So it takes out like three to four hours of my day sometimes. Like usually like, yeah, like three to four genuinely to go. And so I've been looking for someone a little bit closer essentially. And so I went to, and like, she is the type of woman where like, I'm so happy to talk about her, share her stuff, you know, pay her. Like she's kind of the, person, the character who I want to invest my money in. Right. And I've been looking for someone here and I found this woman who had great reviews, like literally all five-star reviews. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to her. And I mean, for me also, I think I have maybe like an added edge. I'm sure you do too, because you're listening and you're all probably sensitive. I'm very clairvoyant with people's energy and like intentions. Like I feel it right away. And I could feel like it's this very like upselly, super pushy energy. Like we're kind of like, it was less about caring about the client and like their concerns and you know them as a whole for example she didn't like really ask me what my skincare concerns were at all like I just walked in and she already tried to upsell me it was actually kind of crazy um she's like oh do you want to sit in this like massage lymphatic thing like these pants thing and I was like no I'm not interested and she's like no no oh no I said oh, okay like I was like oh how much is it just, oh no first I said no I'm not interested or something like that or maybe I asked how much it was and she tried to tell me it was like three hundred dollars and I was like yeah I'm okay like it was just clearly she had this thing and she just wanted to like sell it um like to wear during the facial and then she was like I could do it for less for you I'm like I'm just really not interested thank you so much though I was like I love lymphatic I actually get lymphatic massages so like I'm very familiar I'm good and then she's like come on for $50 like you need to try it. it's gonna be like as good as your other massages like I'd love to hear and finally I was like I caved and I honestly regret it this was like a lesson for me in boundaries I was just like you know when you're so uncomfortable and someone's so pushy to you if you've ever experienced this it's so much easier said than done to just say well just say no because when you're in the situation and the level of discomfort is so like high that I feel like your body wants to get out of it and then like during the facial, she didn't like really ask me anything. She just kind of wanted to get me in and out was I guess the best way I could describe it. And then didn't even like at the end do like a wrap up. Like I, at least in my, I've gotten a lot of facials, okay, from all in LA, the best places and all over the world. And usually it's like very common that at the beginning, they ask you what your concerns are. Even if it's going to be a BS facial, they still ask you. Like even if they're just going to wash your face, it's like low key, put a mask on and put some serum and moisturizer on. They still ask you. And if you're listening and you're an esthetician, make sure you do this because it really changes experience. They usually ask like, okay, what are your skincare concerns? What are your skin? What's your skin like? What's like, are you looking to improve so we can like get a plan ready for you? 
you know, aka like they're ready to sell you a package or whatever it is, you know, and then at the end, they usually kind of like go over what they've noticed with your skin, maybe give some suggestions. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this is like super common. My other esthetician who I liked, but she's like travels all the time and their schedules aren't really aligned. She like when went had like a piece of paper and this thorough, like a whole thorough thing. You know, she went through everything, recommended like different tea, a tea I drink. Like it was so deep. And this woman just didn't feel like that to me. It just felt like wanting to get the maximum money out of me. And just kind of get me in and out without like without care, right? And so for me, I at first I was like, oh, maybe I'll try her again. And then literally I was thinking, I was like, what am I thinking? It's like it's like dating. It's like going on of someone who didn't treat you well, thinking like I'm gonna give them another chance. Like, no, I'm gonna find a different esthetician. I'm gonna go to someone else. I'll probably try like one more person before I go back to Joyce and just make the drive. But like I'm gonna go to someone else who values my time and energy and who like does sit down with me and go over my concerns and does give me an amazing facial and like that's what I'm who I'm going to put my money in and right like that's who I'm going to invest in and so I think that's the same kind of energy that you should have as well when you invest in that's why I always tell people if you resonate with my work I would love to have you inside but if you don't I'm not going to force you inside do you know what I mean it's like I'm here to create my offering I can I'm going to share what I think like for example when I when I sell anyone when I offer is I know the value in them I know the transformation and I know that the value they provide they provide so I don't feel the need to like be forceful you know what I mean like yes I may speak about it consistently because my it's my business but I'm not you know I'm not gonna be forceful so someone's like oh I really want to learn pole I'm like oh yeah come join me on Wednesdays like I teach online classes and if you can't come live you get the recording and most of my students actually don't come live because of their schedules and they just take the class when they're able to and I think you'll love it it's all levels low flow focus you can wear heels new sequence every week pretty bomb and that's it, right? And if that resonates with someone, then I'm like, amazing, see you there. And 99% of the people who come are repeat. So I think it speaks for itself. And if someone's not interested, then it, that then that's that's it, you know? Like, I'm not gonna be like, well, you should, you know what I mean? And obviously, I think to a degree, right? Like, any marketing is gonna do, like, retargeting and things like that. But I'm just speaking about having our own, we, we ourselves have to have a deeper sense of, like, vetting someone and where we place our money and really finding people who care about you. This is why, for me, Whenever I work with anyone or like in any course I lead, anything I do, I really try to do my best, depending on obviously how responsive the other person is, but to really form a deep connection with everyone I work with, whether you come into a course or whether you do a one-to-one session with me or whether you join like the mastermind, whether you're in divinity, like I can, the people, girls who message me consistently or guys who message me consistently, I see that and I remember people and I want to create that connection because I want, I see everyone as like their individual as much as possible and their individual journey you know or do I do my best you know sometimes it's, if it's there's a high volume of people in something like divinity it's harder but like to really value each individual and like the experience and the journey that they're they're going not just treat it as like a as like an automated kind of thing I think that makes a difference in in business and in, in relationship and in friendship right people who really are there to see you fully and show up fully and so I think that that's the biggest thing that the coaching space has really, um, really, I guess, brought to light is like that our need to really trust ourselves, right? And trust what we're investing in and trust the people who are investing in. I think that's also, that's also why consistency is really important when looking for someone to invest in. Like for me, I've been online for like over 10 years now or 10 years. Yeah, I would say over 10 years now. So I feel like I have kind of a lot of evidence of my 
proof of my vibe myself. Um, but I think if there's someone who's brand popped out brand new out of nowhere, you don't know anything about their life or their history, it's just important to really feel out and trust yourself. Nothing you have to follow someone for like 10 years before buying something, but just trust, right? Trust their energy, trust their authenticity. The final thing I want to speak about, which I think is the, the biggest thing and the most important thing is that it's important to look for it's that a lot of coach, coaches coaching programs do not create lasting change and I'm going to talk about why so the main reason and I'm going to give you like an example or like a metaphor so to say to kind of explain this I gave this example in a vlog as well I believe but essentially when we want to create lasting change we have to go to the body the body is a physical manifestation of the subconscious you've heard me say this a million times if you've watch my content by now right and so we need to go into the body and to make sure that the the new beliefs that we're putting or like the, or the work that we're doing maybe reprogramming our subconscious look work shifting our thoughts shifting our beliefs so we can shift our actions we have to make sure that that's really integrated in the body right that the body believes it the body knows because if you read the book you know the body keeps score and so it's really important that that work gets deeply integrated it doesn't mean just one breathwork session right because that's very powerful and i love breathwork and i have like on my website a uh, breathwork instant download that you get to keep and do as many times as you want breakthrough breath work so like highly recommend it but i'm just saying that like it takes it takes deep work to really create that lasting change and safety in the body and what a lot of coaching programs do is create like this temporary hype i guess you could say right meaning like i'm sure you've experienced this you watch a motivational video gets you hyped up maybe it gets you inspired for like a day or two or to make changes for a day or two but what's the difference right between something like that something that's just gives you that like instant kind of gratification that maybe hypes you up temporarily gives you that inspiration temporarily but then perhaps isn't something that influences you in the long term versus something that really creates long-term change in in who you are in your decisions in your actions and how you show up it's work that is deeply rooted. And so that is like the difference between something that's going to create lasting change and something that's just going to be kind of like a fleeting and temporary kind of hype you up session, hype you up vibe. This is, I think, where we where the biggest kind of things that could be improved. I'm just fixing my hair if you're watching the video. This is like, I feel like where the most improvement, I guess, can be made at this moment in time is because a lot of work is that temporary hype you up, but then doesn't really create lasting change kind of vibe. And that kind of does what I was kind of speaking about earlier, where people partake in that but then they feel like they didn't get the results from it right they might feel like they're temporarily inspired or hyped up but they didn't get results for it. obviously there's an element of that person being committed as well right like someone can be motivational and encouraging and inspiring but if you ignore everything that they're saying like you know if I have a client and we meet even every week for months but they just don't do anything I, I say don't take, implement anything then don't take any action and don't listen you know, there, there's an element of that you, you needing to show up. This is, and I'm speaking about all this, assuming that you you show up. But long lasting change needs to be really deeply rooted into the individual, into their beliefs, into their thought patterns, into their behaviors, into their body, right? And a lot of work doesn't do this, and so it again kind of creates this space where 
someone's always kind of like chasing that next like high, so to say, right? And the difference between chasing the next fix versus continuously doing self-improvement work that's deepening your grounding. So for me, when I create courses and offerings, my intention is to create continuous offerings that bring you deeper and more embodied into, into your into your power, into your creation, into your safety, into your body, right? Like bringing you just in deeper, deeper, deeper into who you are, into what's possible for you, into what you can create, into your power, right? Versus creating stuff that's like a little, little sugar fix and a little sugar fix and a temporary kind of like bite of a spiritual high. And then you want the next thing, right? There's like that kind of difference, I would say. And this is why, like I, I've been speaking out on Instagram, if you've seen, like, especially with, with, I think, I don't know if I spoke about this on here. I think it's probably like in a, in a vlog, but especially with like money courses, right? So my next offering that I've created, which is a three month money mastermind called Let's Get You Rich is focused, of course, on money. I think it's a very important topic, especially, I mean, for everyone, not just women, but literally everyone. It's something where I feel like it's a very taboo topic. I know it's a topic that can get uncomfortable, but it's once you do the work around it, the effects that it gives your life are quite meaningful, right? The more abundance that you have, it's going to give you more freedom in whatever the way that looks to you. And it's going to look different to everyone, right? For someone that means that they can maybe finally allow their dream business to thrive. For someone else that may finally mean that they can start a family and be a mom or buy their dream home or feel safe and secure or have the experience that they want to hear they want to have or self-express themselves in the ways that they wanted to self-express or be generous in the ways that they want to be generous right it means something to everyone but essentially a lot of money work is that quick fix kind of thing right it's that like instant kind of inspire inspiration and kind of thing and which I'm, I, I will admit, like, has some value too, right? Because someone could watch something that's really motivational, and then they go take some action. And then that really does change their lives. But for deep change, I really believe that we need consistent, we need consistency. And we need support to make those kinds of big changes happen. And we need a very kind of safe space in order to make that change that those kinds of changes, right? Like we need to feel nourished, we need to feel safe, and we need to feel supportive, supported, especially when we're doing deep work around money, which like I said, has so many layers to it. And it has so many facets to it and has something that can really easily bring up discomfort and things like that. And so we're wanting to really be in a space that's able to hold us while we go through those changes and especially and secondly right and most importantly create changes that are going to last so that's why my my new money course isn't focused on like making you hustle forcing you pushing you harder and kind of like that kind of approach it's really instead about creating safety in your body about creating ease about releasing maybe past experiences past fears you know, past traumas, maybe even like whatever childhood things, whatever it may be, that's not allowing you to feel safe. It's not allowing you to feel whole. It's not allowing you to feel abundant. So we're going to be focusing on creating safety and wholeness and this feeling of abundance in your body, which yes, one of the results is making a lot of money. That's going to be one of the things that happens when we do this work, but that's just one of the things that's going to be the outcome. The deeper things are going to be the joy you experience in your life, the wholeness you feel in yourself, perhaps the confidence you feel in yourself, just the light, the radiance that you feel in yourself, the fulfillment, the love that you kind of like feel for life. Like the money is just going to be one of the manifestations of this new energetic state and this new kind of safety and security and balance and homeostasis in your body right and also some health benefits obviously I'm not a doctor so I can't make 
you know, health claims, but you can only imagine how possibly your body's going to react when it feels safe and at ease and in homeostasis and in balance. That's really, you know, that's a really great environment for amazing changes to happen in the body as well. And so that's another thing is like, is that quick fix high versus long lasting integrated work is a final thing that I think is really important to kind of know slash look for slash have an understanding about when approaching the coaching industry, right? And and the final thing I want to say is that I love coaching other people as well to be coaches. That's why last year I ran um, my mastermind. It was a six-month mastermind called Lust. And it was not only a mastermind, but it was a coaching certification and an amazing group of women uh, all got their certification, although it's not exclusive to women, by the way. I have men in my course as well. Um, but they got that one was all women and got their certification and are able to be coaches. And that's why the program was six months and it was a very deep work. That so that those individuals are have this really deep understanding when going out into the world and beginning to coach others, right? And experience, of course, is the greatest teacher. But before going out into that field, right, I think that having that good foundation, whether it's through teachings or through your own experience, is really, really important. And so I want to kind of touch on that, that I find nothing wrong with that, with people wanting with going to coaches because they want to become coaches as well. I I don't think there's an issue in that. I just wanted to, I mentioned that earlier as just a change. My gosh, my thumb just started hurting Um, as a change in, in the field as a whole. Right. And so if you're, you know, if you want to be a life coach or spiritual coach yourself, I think that that's beautiful. Um, but, and I think that working with someone who already is doing that, who can guide, mentor, and support you along the way is something that's, you know, really beautiful. A lot of my clients who are, I work with are coaches in their own right. Some of them spiritual, some of them completely not. Some of them are, you know, are businesswomen, are entrepreneurs, are artists, are beauty professionals, lawyers, everything in between. Um, and so I think that's also a really, really beautiful option. So Yes, I, I love working with people one to one as well. I find that super rewarding. Again, you get to know everyone's journey. And that's why inside Let's Get You Rich, <laughs> last final plug is why I also incorporate that one to one. So you're not only getting, we're not only doing all this deep work together in a group, I work with you individually, which is really exciting. Every month we have a 60 minute or one hour session. Um, and then also we have that group chat always going for those three months, the group group chat. So that's really, really exciting and super powerful. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to explain all of this in this in today's podcast. Perhaps you've had the same feelings as well, whether you're a coach yourself or whether you want to be or whether you're just, you observe the space and you're just living your life. These are thoughts that a lot of people have. And I think just understanding how the landscape has changed throughout the years can give us an understanding as to why we've seen the changes that we've seen and furthermore how we can kind of adapt to those changes and continue to make the best choices in terms of our own careers our own businesses and our own investments right as well as in this space as well as kind of finding those things that align with us so Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It was such an honor to have you here. I'm so happy to connect. I'm so happy to kick this year off with this epic episode. So if you enjoyed, definitely give me a thumbs up. Leave me a comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube. P.S. If you're listening to this and you didn't know, these are always uploaded as full-length podcasts on YouTube. If you ever want to sit with me, eat your breakfast with me, wind down in the evening with me, drive with me actually shouldn't watch your video while you're driving but you probably should listen or just sit and lounge and hang out then definitely 
um, consider watching these on YouTube. If you're listening to this, definitely give me a rating on whatever platform you're listening. It really helps me. I appreciate all of you guys who over the past year have rated the podcast. And even if you've done it earlier, it's so, so, so helpful. So if you just have an extra minute to literally just pressing the star helps me so much. Um, and then don't forget to send this to a friend or someone who you feel like would appreciate and learn something new from hearing this or someone who you feel like would benefit or just be interested in this as well. Send it to your friends, send it to your man send it to your cousin your personal trainer your esthetician let her know to ask those questions before and after the facial um and if you're in los angeles and you have a favorite esthetician you can let me know as well um and yes i wanted to wrap up here thank you so much for coming Final announcement. Sorry, two more announcements. I, I These podcasts are like when I can get all my announcements out. So yes, Let's Get Your Rich starts January 15th on Sunday. Get inside before then. On Wednesdays, we have Melt. You can always look at the link in my bio or the keynotes. Yeah, link in my bio or just go on my Eventbrite to see when the next one is. I should usually announce them on my Instagram and via email. Um, and our next ceremony inside Divinity, and you can also grab a one-time ticket, is on Saturday, January 7th. It is the soft and feminine ceremony and ritual. It's all about getting into your feminine, getting into that receiving mode, feeling nourished, feeling loved, feeling supportive. It's all this yummy, delicious energy. So whether you come by joining Divinity, which I highly recommend, our global community membership, or you can come through a one-time ticket, definitely join us Saturday. It's going to be so powerful, 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. And if you cannot come live, don't worry about it. You get the full recording so you can watch it whenever you want. All right, those are all my announcements. And of course, I have some of my favorite stack that I'm wearing. If you're watching the video, God is a Woman necklace, Peach Moonstone, Freshwater Pearl, Clear Quartz, and then Unconditional Love in the 16-inch Peach Moonstone and the Peach Freshwater Pearl. So the God is a Woman is in an 18-inch here, and the Unconditional Love is in a 16-inch. It's my current favorite combo. It's been my favorite combo for a while. So wanted to share that. All right, with so much love, I am signing off here and I will see you next week on Unlimited Abundance. Check out the keynotes and description for all the links and all the info that we talked about. And I hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful evening and a magnificent rest of your year. Bye everyone. See you next week on Unlimited Abundance.